Hello, good morning, church. I like this kind of video where it is the way that I try to read the, my Bible, to put myself on the scene in that right very moment, put my skin uh, on the, the history. Very good morning for you. Uh, so it's Christmas. I don't know about you uh, and your memories about this time. I was trying this week to remember some nice story about my Christmas to share with you this morning. But then, oh, of course, I don't trust in my memory. It's rubbish. But I received a message on my WhatsApp this week and was, was a surprising for me. Okay, so was a friend, an old neighbor, the, uh, because when I was a kid, 13 or 14 years old, uh, in Christmas, let me explain for you what's happening. I was coming back from school and I saw near to my house, the corner, this group of uh, boys and the kids were there chatting, talking about something. And one of those guys, he was very famous in my neighborhood. He was an adult and famous because he was a famous drug dealer. I was raised in a very dangerous and poor area, very. And that drug dealer, he was giving for the kids uh, small stones of drugs, crack, cocaine, all this kind of stuff. And I was getting there. He saw me, now I know, in that time I was a kid, I couldn't understand very well, but he got some, he, he, got, he had some kind of respect because my mom, she was this kind of very old-fashioned Pentecostal, you know what I mean? Uh, this kind of person who doesn't mind about her behavior when she was filled with the Holy Spirit, just raise the hands and speak loud in another tongues and praise Jesus. And she used to bring the boys of my uh, street to our home for Bible schools on the weekends and give food for the kids. And that drug dealer. He was part of this when he was a, a kid in my neighborhood. When I saw that thing, and I saw my friends from school dealing with drugs and crimes, and two weeks later, he was killed by the police. It was Christmas season. In that time, I remember to ask for Jesus something. I said, Jesus, I don't like the place that I live. I don't like my house. I don't like this area. In that time, we had no bullying, this word, but all the kids make jokes of you because you are the believer. And I couldn't verbalize or find the right words for my feelings. But I was trying to say to Jesus, I would like to have a different life. Maybe in the future, a wife or kids. This will be my Christmas gift. Give me a different life. I don't want to stay here. I want to live in another city, another place to build something new for me. And somehow that very moment in that streets full of crimes and still is there, that place, something new was a beginning, was burning, was it was a birthplace of something in my life. Birthing places, they're not pretty sometimes. Um, a childbirth is beautiful because the meaning, but it's also so painful. Because the man's effort, it's painful, it hurts. It's labor, 
and it's not pretty <laughs> because something is born is a birthing place. Now, maybe, I don't know about you, but maybe your 2020 was this season and this time, place of insecure, where you feel insecure, loneliness, anxieties, and worry about your future. God, I don't like the place that I am now. I feel insecure. I had my plans into March or April and then boom. I don't know how it will be in the future. And I feel alone. Like I was feeling at that time with 13, 14 years old, asking to Jesus, give me a, a different life. And I don't know how to, what to do. I, I don't want to be a drug dealer. I love you, but I don't have a job. We don't have money. I don't know how it will be the future. You know this feeling? So maybe this was 2020 for you. I don't know. When you lost the control. My life was so predictable. Now I don't know anymore. Um, I lost people, friends, and my confidence. And I'm full of fear because we have fear about the things that we don't know. Fear about next year, next season of my life. How I will raise these kids. How I will pay my bills. How I will be a better person. I don't know. And we could spend hours and hours talking about everything that was wrong in this year. But I like sometimes to put on side the struggling times or the suffering and to keep the lessons. 2020, we are in December. We are about to start the next season, the next year. And this is a very key moment to stop and rethink our lives. Now, like this video that we saw before a few minutes ago, can you imagine, take your... Um, my time machine and could go back centuries ago and walk under, I don't know, 42, 45 degrees, 90 miles walking. And on your side, besides of you, there is a donkey. And a lady, not a lady, a teenager on this donkey, pregnant with a big belly, with no destination. And she was looking for a place to give birth. Even a, a comfy, a nice bed or a hotel room, nothing. A, a barn or a stable. How can we imagine this was part of God's plan? Doesn't make sense, God. If it was me there, okay, God, it, you were with me, but on this uh, heat, we are walking with no destination. I have no money for nothing. If I'm Joseph there, come on, with all the respect, wives and ladies, sometimes we husbands, we don't understand you. Can, if you add this pregnancy and a donkey and a 45 degrees, wow, God, I can see you in this 2020 year, okay? I know you love me, everything's fine. I know about my faith, but I don't understand how you keep feeding my heart with promises when everything that I saw around I don't see a clue of your promises, of your blessings. So this was the environment of Christmas. She received a message from an angel. She was trying to explain herself to his boyfriend. Hey, it's not what you think. Uh, I'm pregnant, but comes from God. 
and the guy, okay, uh, mm, I, okay. And then an angel came to talk with him and suddenly they were walking, walking, walking to, have, to give birth in a stable. Come on, where's God on this? If you go with me in Luke chapter one, verse 46, let's see what she said, Mary. And Mary said, my soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God. Can you rejoice in tough moments? And my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. The only person who understands who needs a savior is someone who feels lost. So my uh, spirit rejoices in God, my savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. What I understand here is that God enjoys, God likes to visit the weak, the humble state of his servant. It's a God who visits those who don't feel they deserve it. It's God visit, visiting the weak person. Someone who doesn't know what to do. Someone who, who is not strong enough with no surname. Someone who's trying to do the right thing in life, but doesn't know how. <laughs> I don't know about you, but many times in my life, I felt I don't deserve it. I don't have the best marks. I don't have the the right CV, I don't have the right friends or network, I'm not famous, I don't have a surname, I came from a poor place, I don't have money, Ugh, I feel weak, I don't know how to answer all the questions of my life, I don't know how to fix the problems, I don't know how to be a better wife, I don't know how to keep my marriage working, I don't know how to be a better father. I try to be example, but I don't know how. Uh, I am not the first guy. I am not the most pretty person. When I look to the mirror, when I go to the scale, I feel ugly. I feel alone. I feel weak. Christmas is when God visits the weak person, the humble state of his servant. Is not someone who feels special. Sometimes we understand we are special for God in our minds, but not in our emotions. Sometimes we do like to ask to God. We are not brave enough sometimes, but in our hearts, sometimes we ask him, where are you? Are you joking with me? I feel so alone. I know you are with me. I'm learning the church, I'm learning about the gospel, but I don't feel, I feel weaknesses. If this is your reality, Christmas time, it's time where God decides to visit people like you and me, the weak, the humble, the servant, those who don't have answer for everything. Those who doesn't feel happy all the time, doesn't feel the champion of faith every morning. 
God chose to visit the weak. But also in Mary's conversation, Luke chapter one, I don't want to read the whole chapter, we just have a few minutes here. And I really want you keep watching this video until the end. But God visit us in the most difficult time as well. Because in chapter one, verse 54, she said, he has helped his servant Israel. She's talking now about the people of God. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. In these times, I like to imagine like this video we saw now, I don't know, the back scenes, the backstage, God's in heaven, and suddenly God says, okay, Gabriel, come here. I don't know how to do that thing. Gabriel, come here, bring my trumpet, bring my horn. The time has come. Okay, God, what's the plan? So Gabriel, can you see downstairs? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So in their time, they are in the first, first century. Okay, yes, I'm, I can see. Can you see what you're seeing downstairs? Eh, Rome, yeah, Rome. Rome is the center of the world. Uh, and then they have the emperor. And yeah, everything happens in, in Rome. Okay, God, what's the plan? So, Gabriel, 98% of people in their first century, because they need this thing called time, okay? We don't need this, but they need this. I create this just to help them. And they are downstairs in the first century, Gabriel. And 95, 98% of population, they live in rural areas, in, in countrysides. But Rome, we've got a million of people living in Rome in the first century. Wow, God, this is a lot. Yes. In the first century, Gabriel, Rome, they have, I don't know, something around 45,000 of buildings there. For their reality is a great thing. Okay, God. So the plan, I'm going to Rome. And no, you are going to a village. Okay. And Gabriel, we are going to speak with a lady. A lady, yes. But in the first century, they're so sexist. And how this will be? Okay, this lady is, is the daughter of the emperor. And no. There's a lady and her name is Mary. Ordinary lady, yes. Okay, Lord, uh, I will. It's your will, and uh, okay, it's the mission. I go for this small village, and where is this? Where is it that there? Twenty families, just a small village. Mary, fourteen years old, maybe the girl. Okay, and what's the message? The message is, he is coming. Okay, Lord, he. Hey, yes. The shining morning star, the joy of heaven, yes. The light of the world, yes. The lamp, yes. The time has come. The lamp is going down to their first century. And the belly of that girl. Come on, Lord, this is awesome. How did you, be, you go there? Give the message, Gabriel. Because... For God so loved the world that he gave for free. We don't need to do nothing. His own and only son. That whoever believes in him should not perish, shall not perish, but have the eternal life. The eternal life. The time has come. The door, the gate, the, 
first and the last, the alpha and the omega, the creator of the universe, you become a baby. In his humiliation, you not start on the cross. You start when the way that he'll be born in a stable, in a barn. How can we imagine that God is visiting his people in the most difficult times? How can you imagine, my friend, that 2020, God was in control all the time and he brought you here in December to let you know it's just the beginning of a new season. Something's being born. Jesus is in control and Christmas is this, the incarnation of God. Jesus, look in your word, my word, with our eyes, under our skin, eating our food, drinking our drinks, smiling with the, our human lips, living in our life. He knows about your fears. He knows that you feel insecure. He's not angry with you. The bridge between God and us. Gabriel, I will bring the humankind back to me in this bridge. It's Jesus. This is Christmas. This is our time. And there's a nice way, Gabriel, that you give this message. Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. Is God with us? Is written there. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And they will call him, oh, I love this name, Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. I don't know about you. Sometimes I need to preach to, to myself. And sometimes I speak to myself in the shower or here in this room where I am now. God with me is God with us, with his people. Because the presence of Jesus can heal everything. Now, we are just, I'm just finishing my part here to hand over, we keep the service, but let me tell you this. Give me your attention, let me tell you this. There is two sufferings in this time of Christmas and Christmas season for some families. The first one is the absences of some people. Maybe it's your first Christmas far off home without your mother, your father, without someone that you loved. Maybe you are missing someone. Emmanuel, the presence of Jesus make absences bearable. Perhaps it's your first Christmas after divorce. After losing your job, you lost your job. And you feel hopeless. Emmanuel, the presence of Jesus, makes forgiveness possible as well. Because one thing is to suffer the pain of absences, and another thing is to suffer the pain of some people who is present. Sometimes it's not around who is not at your table. Sometimes about who is at your table. Maybe you have in your relatives and friends someone who brought you pain and have tough memories. Um, the presence of Jesus 
the presence of Emmanuel can bring forgiveness and opens a big window, window of reconciliation. He's the Prince of Peace. And if Jesus is going to sit next to you in your dinner, in your Christmas table, you can sit next to any, any person. Father God, I pray in this moment now. The same spirit who visited Mary when she was filled with your Holy Spirit, when Jesus was in her womb, is the same spirit I ask you to fill each, every family now, each heart, emotions, bringing healing, forgiveness, reconciliation, bringing life, hope for the next year, for the next season. Thank you, God, because you don't lose the control. You are still in the control of our lives and families and future, and you can feel secure in your arms. We don't need to understand because we walk by faith. Thank you for love us, to giving Jesus to us, to forgive us, to give us a second chance, chance in a meaningful life. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Merry Christmas. God bless you guys.